Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. I'm Chris Forwardell. And uh, if you knew how I felt right now, you'd know how disingenuous this voice and upbeat attitude is. Joining me, Greg Crone. Gregory, how are you? What is there not to be upbeat about, Chris? I mean, Life. everything. Every, well, <laughs> sure. But from a sports perspective, everything's coming up Philadelphia, except for the Phillies, uh, the Flyers. It's always good when you see the... Um, the notification from whatever sports app you use, it's like, uh, the final exit interviews for this, this, and this on the and like the GM's end of year press conference on the day after the playoffs started. That's always fun. Ideal. Uh, yeah, that's that's what you're going for. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Overall, it's as exhausted as I'm. It's I am, and you are, and we all are. Everything's all right. Let's talk about the game of the week, Greg. I'm, of course, talking about April 22nd, 2023. It's going to kick off at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Wrexham versus Borum Wood. Wrexham, Gregory, just one win away or a loss from Knotts County away from automatic promotion to League Two. That's, I mean, it's big. It's very big, dude. I, it's, it's actually crazy how the whole season's gone. And, I mean, I guess when you just buy – players who were significantly better than you know everywhere else it helps it and does you get, you get your old goalie who spent most of his career in the premier league to come back out of retirement because uh you had a goalie get hurt yeah it it certainly helps it certainly makes a gigantic difference there's no doubt about that so you know i i, I i'm happy for them I'm happy for you as as a supporter a longtime supporter of the of Wrexham, so uh, I get I've, it. I've supported Wrexham as long as I was aware that they were a team. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I have BavadaSportsBook.com open in front of me, and I'm looking at these uh, these Wrexham lines for this week, and I would like both of them on my card. For better delight, please. I would like, you know, actually, there's going to be three because I'm doing three now, Gregory. Hang on, let me let's yeah. get let's get the week ten. Out there, I mean, you might as well give up. I'll be honest. Uh, big week for Matt last week. Um, Is that true? He hit the winner of the RBC Heritage, Matt Fitzpatrick, at plus three thousand. Uh, okay. of you know, what are you gonna do? I suspect he'll squander those uh, odds. I can't imagine that would be the case. All right, what do we got? What do we got this week for you? All Chris? right, we're gonna go first half. Raxum. Minus half a goal, minus 105. Okay. We're go full game, Wrexham, minus one. What does that minus one, minus one and a half mean? So minus one, minus one and a half is, uh, they, I forget what they call it. It's some sort of. Um, uh, they just got to win by two though, right? Right, exactly. I but if they, if they win by, well, I guess. So the way that would work is. If they were, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, 
Uh, Look, so it's considered it's what's called, I believe it's called an Asian handicap. So it's the way that they do it based off of form and the way teams are playing. Um, They change up the lines. So if they were to win by one, you essentially would win point two five of a one unit bet. If that makes sense, because you're you're having one of the bets. But if yes, if they were to hit uh, both, you would just win the normal amount. Look, better odds. I'll take it. So I got two shots to win. I I want that. I would like Rex a minus one, minus one and a half, minus one of five at Bavada for that second pick there. And I would also like the over two and a half goals, minus one thirty-five for the uh, for the full game. Minus one thirty-five for the full game, and that is the game versus Bournemouth, Gregory. Yeah, Bournemouth. All in. Bournemouth, not uh, not the strongest team in the in the national league. So, and this is, I don't think we're going to see, we saw a little, little uh, look past them kind of game for Wrexham this week in advance of their Knotts County game. But I don't think we're going to see that this week. I think we're going to see a focused, a focused football club. Um, and uh, they're going to, they're going to deal with Borum Wood in any other year, Greg Borum Wood, 69 points, They'd, they're, they'd be up at the top of this. They'd be contending, it's certainly not for the automatic promotion, but at least for the right uh, to play in that final game for promotion. I think they're in sixth place right now. We're going gonna to smash them. Yeah, I, I hope so, for your sake. I'm going to see if there's an alternate line here. You know what, Greg? I'm going to take Wrexham. What is this? I want this. I don't know what it, it is. I want Wrexham minus. Are you looking at the the card here? I'll pull it up here. Mm. You got to tell me if this is correct. Uh, I'm in. I'm on the spread. I want Wrexham minus two and a half okay. plus three hundred at Bavada. Let's go to soccer. We'll go to England. Yeah. Well, these are these seem like better odds. Well. Of course, but let me look at something here. Uh, this is a team that's uh, had some issues with slow starts. That's what concerns me here. I also liked I like this minus one, minus one and a half, plus three twenty first half, but I'm worried about the slow starts. That's aggressive, certainly aggressive. Concerns me. Why can I not find this? <laughs> I think it's right. I think I, I know how to read a spread. <laughs> and I understand that. Literally under spread, know. minus two and a half, Wrexham plus 300. So are you looking at, so spread minus two and a half plus 300? Yeah. I mean, we're and really I, going for it. And I, oh, there's gonna, I got one more for you. I'm going to take total goals, Wrexham, the over two and a half, Ooh, little At team total? Team total goals over, under, two and a half, plus 180. I'm thinking about, thinking about adding the under, five and a half at plus fifth, and minus 50,000. But <laughs> I mean, certainly you'd certainly get some value there. There's no doubt about it. Feels like that could just, the, the potential there is just to go wrong, though. Yes, absolutely. 1,000%. So I, I would like those 30 or 35 bets that I just made at Bavada to uh, re- be reflected on my card this week, please. 
Uh, they're on. All uh, all five are good. We're we're ready to go. See now, this is this is why I got to show up on the show so I can use a lock. Accurate, I, I'm, Greg. I'll tell you what. I feel like some of these this this wrecks a minus two and a half full game plus three hundred. I feel like that's a lock. Listen, you can put it on the card if you want. No, I don't, I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. Those are not the rules. If I do not appear on the show, do not get a lock. That is correct. That would be that. That'd be pushing it a tiny bit. I don't want to push it at all, Greg. But look, I'm just telling America right now that if you head over to Bavada and you go to the alternate lines and you look at that spread and you look at Wrexham minus two and a half. That plus 300 is a lock. Now, <laughs> I, may not get, I may not get the lock value. doesn't change the fact that it's a lock, Greg. It does not change the fact that it's a lock. That is correct. I, I do fully believe that. I'm so tired. Let's talk about the biggest news of the week. The Golden State Warriors have gone down 2-0 in their series to the Sacramento Kings. Um, that's not the biggest news of the week. And not even surprising. Golden State's kind of a terrible road team, though I did predict them that they were going to win on parlay. They were one of the worst road teams in the NBA, if not the worst this year. Yeah, really shocking. I thought they had Andrew Wiggins coming back. I thought they were going to figure stuff out in the playoffs. But here, here's my thing with Wiggins coming back. Like, yep. and I get they obviously won a championship together last year, but you have that that whole situation coming back and. He's missed so many games. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to get into that flow with a guy and that guy. They, like they look so sloppy in game two. I watched the majority of that game and uh, most of it actually. Um, like it, it just it doesn't seem like it's flowing well correctly. I think the crowd played a big factor, which is weird to say about a team with a bunch of guys that have won four titles. Like, yeah. uh, I think well, that a plays into famers. yeah, just a few. Um, so I think that's tough. I just also like the, the dream on antics. Like it's just so I'm so over and tired of it. Like talk about being tired of something like he's screaming at the fans after he stomped on Sabonis. And don't get me wrong. Like what Sabonis did. You also can't do that, but that pales in comparison to stomping on a guy's solar plexus, essentially like you're, Stone Cold Steve Austin stomping a mud hole in the corner. Like, that's... Sorry, stomping a mud hole? That's what JR used to say whenever he'd get the guy in, like, the by the turnbuckle on the ground and he'd start kicking him. Austin stomping a mud hole. I don't so know. All, Comcast Sportsnet producer JR Aquila? Uh, yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. 100%. He's retiring. Uh, I, I yes, I saw them give him a nice framed jersey. And Dr. J showed up. I, was he retiring actually? Because uh, I think retiring. he's retiring from that position, and he's moving somewhere else in the company, doing something yeah. else. Yeah, that makes sense. Jr. Aquila, shout yeah. out. <laughs> Completely, I'm I'm over the Draymond stuff. It's just, it's just, it's just so annoying. Like, and then just like you're you're making everything about yourself, and the focus becomes about you and your BS, and you're energizing the stadium all to hate you. Yeah, and it's just. It's it's the worst. It's not the best, but hey, you're getting six points and eight rebound and eight assists out of Draymond. So, I well, I mean, it's definitely not worth it. The, the juice isn't worth the squeeze like it used to be. 
I think no, that's clear. it is not. Eight and a half points on the season in 31 minutes, um, seven point two assists, six point eight, uh, seven point two rebounds, six point eight assists. Very Ben Simmonsy numbers <sighs> for Draymond. Um, and how about the fact that that Jordan Poole like basically tricked these guys into giving him a bunch of money last year? I mean, that guy stinks, buddy. That like, there's he's. I, I mean, I knew it. So no offense. I mean, I knew that coming out of Michigan. I didn't trust Jordan Poole as an NBA player. Whole state uh, of Michigan, Greg. The whole state he, of Michigan. He made well. He made one big shot in the NCAA tournament, and it like that's sort of changed the trajectory of him. Like in the NBA, it just I don't know how else to describe it. And he's just nowhere near as good or. or, or deserving of that like I, I understand he played a big role in their finals run last year but i just don't i'm out on it i'm out yeah i mean more to the point he had a unique opportunity to step up with other guys injured last year played well and i think it was it was funny because then there were there were all these conversations like who's better jordan uh jordan uh pool i want to say jordan peel or uh, <laughs> or Tyrese Maxey. It's like it's, it's Tyrese Maxey. He's he's better, significantly um, better. But yeah, I mean Jordan Poole like shot super poorly this year from forty three from the field, thirty three from three, like one point two five to one assist to turnover. He's just he's a bench guard who can score a ton of points. Yeah, that's a, about about right, and nowhere near as. Nowhere near as, as contributing of a factor um, once you can kind of figure that out. So I don't know, man. I think that I think that game goes back to Sacramento two two though. I think uh, there's some regrouping that can be done. I also some of the way the games have been officiated are unbelievably frustrating. But I mean, I think that's just basketball in general. So oh, good news. Clay wants a max contract. Mm, he will not be getting it from the Warriors. I think they're just pot committed at this point. Yeah, but he's not. I love Clay Thompson. I, I do. I do I, it's. I just. I don't know if you can invest that kind of money in a guy who has essentially missed two of the last three years with major leg injuries. That seems. That seems like a bad idea to me. Oh, it's definitely a bad idea. There's no question yeah. about that. Especially when you have, you know, the extensions from Poole and Wiggins last year, you're going to have to make a decision on what to do with Draymond. Ah, it's going to be interesting. And but that uh, that front office is not averse to going into the luxury tax. So no, they've been more than willing to do that. So I get it. So you think you think the Warriors? win this one you think they win decently because it is a big line seven and a half at Bavada for game three I, I i think they win i don't know if they cover seven and a half because the kings the kings can score right yeah. they they don't play the best defense even numbers apparently say otherwise yesterday but the, the kings can absolutely score with anybody and that's how they've stayed in these games but i think they're a young team on the road now, right? You open up at home in those first two games, the crowd's all with you. That crowd at Oracle is going to be loud. They're used to these playoff games. Uh, I think I think the Warriors can can get game three pretty pretty easily. Like where you know it may be a six point game, but it wasn't really a six point game throughout the throughout the day. Uh yeah. I mean, I think you're probably 
I think you're probably right. I would like to point out they now play at the Chase Center. Not oh, Lincoln. my apologies. You son of a bitch. By the way, if you want to call them, it's uh, 1-888-479-4667. If you want to, for some reason, call, <laughs> call the Chase Center. I, I had to confirm should. that because I was like, yeah, I think they moved, but my brain's not working so good. So I wanted to, uh, yeah, I wanted to confirm that they do not play there anymore. Actually, at Oracle, one of the first things I saw when I moved to California, I mm-hmm. uh, was—I uh, saw it. It was very close to the airport. So literally, I was in an Uber my first day, and uh, Oracle Arena, one of the first things I saw. That's awesome. I, anytime you can see other stadiums, arenas, those kind of things, um, like when you're on the road or traveling, whatever it is, yeah. it's always—it's always interesting because you're so used to. Like, I'm so used to the sports complex, which the Sixers are trying to ruin. Right. Um, uh, I, I I love, like, that setup, and it's interesting to see how other cities do it. Uh, like, anytime you be driving, like, to North Carolina or Florida or wherever uh, on vacation, and you drive through, like, Baltimore or you're going to D.C. or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, you can see M&T Bank Stadium from 95. Like, that's always cool. Yeah, uh, heading up to New York City, seeing you see MetLife from afar, um, that's always sick too. I, I just I find that miss, very- you can't miss uh, the Pittsburgh Stadium when you're around there. Correct, correct. Uh, like when I went to Houston a few years ago on a trip, I went to the Astros Texas Rangers game and just kind of hung out, bought like uh, one of those random seats in the uh, those boxes in left field, and just mm-hmm. you know, explored the stadium by myself for the, the two. Well. Back then, there was no pitch clock, so it was technically like an over three-hour game. I know that's, I know that's like uh, you know heresy now in, in the world. Have, of has baseball. your opinion on the pitch clock changed at all? No, it still annoys me. Okay. Like I get, I get that it speeds up the game. Like I fully understand that. I just, I have no interest in it. Still, like it's, it's weird. I've gotten f- feedback from people who have been to games and said the in-stadium experience um has been lackluster to say the least um get up and go there was someone who i know who attended the dollar dog night the other night in the city of philadelphia um and uh he said like the lines for the concessions are obviously long dollar dog night very popular night philly went to the world series last year early season game there's gonna be a ton of people that's the way it works and he said like he would have if he would have stood in line for literally anything including like a bottle of water he would have easily missed two to three innings worth of the game i i also think that the pushing back of the beer thing is laugh out loud funny for money is more important than anything else it's crazy it's crazy to me you're right about the lines when obviously Matt has been off of underdog for a couple of weeks. And uh, two weeks ago I had Chase Midorski and, uh, and Mike Dalt come on. Our baseball guys came on. We did a preview show and Chase was telling a story about how he was at that, that Yankees opener and Anthony Volpe was set to come up in the next inning. He had basically a full inning and he was in line to get hot dogs and he had to abandon it because he wanted to see Volpe's first at bat. Yeah. I mean, it's, that, that part of it um, definitely stinks. Like, and I don't think the the translation for that or from that to the minor league stadium, where like, oh, we did eight thousand games with the pitch clock in minor league stadiums. Mm-hmm. Like, 
minor league stadiums have less people in them than my house does currently. Like it's there, there's four people here. So the, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't gauge the in stadium experience to the pitch clock, the game. Sure. The game's going to run very similar, whatever that is what it is. But the in stadium experience is going to be vastly different from a minor league stadium to a packed major league baseball stadium. Sure. Well, did you see the the next change that baseball announced today that they're they're going to be trying in the Atlantic League? I uh, can't imagine it's good. It is a designated pinch runner. Didn't they try that a couple years ago during COVID? Was that a thing? Uh, Greg, I don't have the answer to that question, but I do know that I saw a headline today that said they'll be trying. Well, that's not true. I was walking my dog. And ESPN read me a text from my phone that said that baseball is going to be experimenting with a designated pinch runner starting in the Atlantic League. That seems seems like a bad idea. I mean, we just want to get it as close to wiffle ball as we possibly can. Like at, the, at, at a certain point, they're going to be like, if you hit a home run, you don't even have to run the bases. You're just good. Like, it's cool. You just You can just step on home plate after you hit it, and then you can just go back to the dugout. Like... It's nuts. It's nuts. Why mess way, with it? We gotta, I got I to gotta talk right to Apple right now, Greg. Right Fight to the you. fine folks at Apple. Because there's nothing worse. Like I, I don't like when my, my, uh, my texts and my announcements get read in my headphones. Understandable. And it's also weird when it's an ESPN thing. And like, for instance, uh, two hours ago, if I were... If I were still walking my dog, I would have gotten the following message. Message from ESPN. Final. PHI 7-CHW4. Phillies beat White Sox. WPPHI-Z Wheeler 1-1 parentheses. And so on and so on. Definitely don't need. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. It's a lot for like, and I get it, but. You you could just say, hey, the Phillies beat the White Sox seven to three, and that's all anybody really needs to know. Wheels got the win. That's just nuts, dude. That's the, let's talk about the actual biggest news of the week, Greg. Ooh, okay. Monster extension signed by Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, a five-year extension worth up to two hundred and fifty-five million dollars. He becomes Correct. the highest-paid player in all of professional football, all of its history. In terms of the AAV, $179 million guaranteed is the, I believe, fourth highest number of all time. What did you uh, you think of this contract? Um, For the MVP runner-up. I feel like you had no other option, but you had to do it. So that's my opinion. Like, I I don't, there's there's nothing, nothing that I see wrong with it. And I think from the, other news that eventually came out today with the actual year by year breakdown, it, it it seems like it's actually not the worst in terms of cap space, at least early on. Like, no, it's actually pretty fascinating. And like how he might be a magician. I, um, I've seen that to see him described as that. Yeah. Over the um, last five years. Yeah. So 2023, his cap number is going to be 6.15 million, 2024, 13.56 million, 2025, 21.77 million, 26, 31.77 million dollars. Now, I I don't think we have 
official numbers for those next two years, but I did see something today that suggested the 2027 cap hit was $81 million and the 2028 cap hit $77 million with two void years following it. I would assume that there they went into this knowing that there will be renegotiation before there's an $81 million cap hit. The plan I'm assuming is there's a restructure at some point during yeah. that, right? You continue to, to prove this. We can restructure this and figure it out. Cause you can't, you can't pay a guy $81 million when you're cat. The cap's like 170 or one. Well, I mean, the cap's going to go up substantially because of the TV deal too. I guess. I don't know. Uh, YouTube TV, very, very hard to, uh, or oh. continuing the hard push to pour it on. Uh, sending me the six plus month in advance. Hey, we have an offer for you. Yeah, and it's Early shitty. Rate. Just so you know, <laughs> it's a bad one. Um, yeah, uh, two ninety for the whatever the whole package. Yeah. I think it's similar. Didn't somebody say it's similar to the Directv price? What that normally was. So the, with Directv, I believe I was the last year I paid fifty a month, but they. I was always using uh, the student pricing prior to that, which was like $25 a month. Hustle. That's what I like to see. This this is the first year like we couldn't use the student pricing, didn't have access to anybody. Not there. great. So, yeah, no, the price is high. The pr- I, know, I was a little bit surprised that the price was going to be that high. I know a lot of that's contractual, for like Apple TV and Amazon, where'd it go? It went to YouTube TV. Yeah, Apple TV yeah. and Amazon were trying, allegedly, trying to secure the rights and sell it a lot cheaper as uh, basically like, hey, come use our service. Kind Makes of deal, sense. But it was capped at the how low it could be sold for. That's, yeah, that's not cool. That's the NFL being greedy. I get it. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about this. I don't. Problem is, I can't 100% remember if I was able to watch Eagles games in real time on YouTube TV or not. Mm, Can't 100% remember. And also, I think it's going to create problems for me specifically with YouTube TV. Because, uh, yes, if if I get it, then the home game would be blacked out. And, uh, you know, that Eagles game would be blacked out. That would be a problem. So then I would, I don't know, basically saying, do you want league pass or Sunday ticket? Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know, man. But we've we've got some time for that. For now, couldn't be more happy with this Jalen Hurts deal. Crazy amount of money. But, you know, this this is what he was going to get. I think that this contract is going to look good. It's going to look even better uh, two months from now when Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert all sign their deals. If anyone actually ever pays Lamar Jackson. It's really crazy. Like The Lamar Jackson thing, I kind of wonder what we don't know. Uh, we, we must not know a lot. For I agree. Like This is a 26-year-old former MVP. And yeah, I mean, he threw for 2,200 yards last year, but he's a, he's a 26 year old, former MVP. 
he misses games, but when he plays, he's a force. Correct. Like what? Don't how? What is going on? Like we're we're only a couple years removed from this guy. You know, two years in a row over a thousand yards rushing. Uh, three you know three thousand yards passing, five thousand total yards of well, not five thousand, but twenty. 4,400 total yards of offense responsible for 43 touchdowns in 2019. Yes. That's weird. There's something very strange going on. And I don't like, you don't want to, well, I do. I would love to accuse everybody of collusion, but I don't necessarily know if that's correct. Well, they have Odell now. So those numbers will certainly go. my, My apologies. Everything's been resolved. And apparently Lamar Jackson told the organization that he wanted Odell and New Hopkins. Well, hey, listen, we can all dream. But is that even good at this point? Like, that's super exciting four years ago. The or- New Hopkins part's still exciting. The it's it's not bad. It could be worse. Oh, obviously it could be worse. It could be his current wide receiver core. But, you know, Nuke's 30. He's not been a guy who's had a bunch of really good years in a row played well a guy another guy plays well when he's on the when he's on the field uh 64 catches last year in nine games coming off 42 the year before i feel like we're a while removed from those three consecutive 100 plus yard 100 plus catch seasons 2018 through 2020 you also have to remember the offense that that guy was in and who was throwing him the ball and those kind of things, even though, to be honest, he made it happen in with the Texans, who I guess they were kind of good when he was there. So I, I, uh, they weren't really uh, good, but the offense was good. And they, you know, that, they the, used quarterback, to the, the quarterback got paid as well. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Very interesting. Very interesting time. I really truthfully do not understand the Lamar Jackson thing. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I. The Ravens always do that kind of stuff, though, where like they give you no weapons, and then all of a sudden, like, yo, man, here's thirty-seven-year-old Mike Will or Mike Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That works. From twenty twenty. Like, yeah. Here's 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 Mike Wallace. Like we signed after, the wrong Mike Wallace. Yeah, we really did. Um, it's just it's it, they they never get it right. They really don't. So. Um, at least from a receiver standpoint, they win, but they somehow win titles with like, you know, I'm trying to think of random wide receivers who are like fifth string guys. I, uh, Brandon Stokely, I have a sneaking suspicion that, that nuke and Bijan Robinson end up Buffalo bills. No, now, now that would worry me that Nuke's just going to be the new Julio Jones that you're like, ooh, he's interesting on insert random team. And then he does nothing like he did with Tampa this year or like he did the year oh, before with whatever team he was on then. I'm on the other side of that. I think he catches 100 balls and that, and that, that team wins 15 games. It would be dangerous. Because, I mean, it's it's criminal, the lack of help that – Buffalo has given uh, Josh Allen aside from Stefan Diggs, who, you know, has his own issues. Well, the running back position is just worthless. It's crazy. They don't even yeah. like, they don't even try. They're like, oh, I don't know. Devin Singletary. He'll probably be fine. Uh, he's Wait, gone. Dalvin Cook's got a little brother. Okay. Draft him. Well, that at least, uh, you know, the issue there is they, they tried to go all in with Zach Moss and it just didn't work out. Right. I'll hand up. I will admit I was wrong about Zach Moss. 
I yeah, me too. I thought it was going to be a much different uh, pro career. I am. Uh, I'm looking at the the Bavada specials because I wanted to see the Super Bowl specials. And by the way, Eagles. Uh, I believe they've moved up a little bit. Plus eight fifty, fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl next year. Well, tied for third best odds with the aforementioned Buffalo Bills. But I think there's some weird stuff going on in the NFL draft section, Greg. Oh uh, yeah, I'm looking at the player, the pick props to be the number one overall pick. And yes, Bryce Young is the lead in the clubhouse is uh, is growing larger and larger every day. But when we look at this list, there are players like Jared Verse, Phil Jerkovich, and Spencer Rattler all on mm. the list to be the number one pick in the draft. And uh, those guys are not in the draft this year. All plus 20,000 if you want to keep your money. That seems, uh, seems wrong. Justin Flo as well. A little, a little, a little whoopsie. Yeah, just a little bit, just a tiny, tiny bit. Somehow, Nolan Smith has the same odds to be the number one pick as BYU quarterback Jaron Hall, plus twenty five thousand. That can't be correct. <laughs> Absolutely can't be. Gabe Benson. <laughs> yeah, right. We uh, were what two and a half weeks away from this thing at this point. Not even a week and a half. A week. Away yeah. Brain, no good. Do you has your opinion changed at all, or who were who were you kind of like gearing in on for that number ten pick? I think you go defense, but at best defensive player available in the cornerback or defensive line territory. That's where I go, and I know if Bijan's there, which I'm sure he will be, it mm-hmm. is going to be very, very hard to pass up on him. But I. I just I, I I think you have to for the the sake of team building. I just think you have to. Yeah, but for the sake of Super Bowl winning, I would like to pick oh, him. Listen, I hear that. I, like, I, you yeah. know how I feel about this. This is a bonus pick. This is a free pick. You take your swing, go get the best player in this draft. Yeah, I mean, and you do have another first round pick, so like that's not bad. And you can so, probably trade down once and still get him. Yeah, that's probably true. That's God damn it. you're gonna talk me into this, aren't you? Oh, sorry that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk you into drafting the most complete running back the draft has seen since Adrian Peterson. Yeah. I have to I feel like that shouldn't take a lot of talking into. A guy Listen. who single handedly changes an offense, a guy who makes you know, who you feel better about giving all that money to Jalen Hurts for because now Jalen Hurts doesn't have to run as much. And when he does run, the threat of the RPO is substantially more serious because you have Bijan Robinson out there. And by the way, also probably the third best receiving running back in the draft. And we haven't had a guy who can actually run between the tackles and catch the ball since LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> yeah, that's you're not wrong. God damn it. All right. Give me Bijan. Let's go. Let's just build a super team, run the ball only, and then screen passes. And throw to AJ. And and look, that offense will be super fun. I'm going to take the win, and I think we get out of here. I'm going to take the win. Greg Greg's on the Bijan train. Now we, can, <laughs> now we can both be unhappy when he's not drafted by the Eagles in a week or so. And, uh, Correct. Yeah. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk <laughs> a little bit more NFL draft action. Uh Greg is selfishly going away for a while. So 
Uh, no dedication to the craft. My apologies. So, so the show, uh, we're going to show will be out next Thursday. We're going to get it out ASAP as possible. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Draft's always fun. Go Bijan. Go Eagles. Congrats, Jalen Hurts. I've been Chris Wardell. He's been Greg Cron. This has been You're Wrong and Here's Why. Very happy I got that right. Thanks for listening. See you back here next week.